Whenever you find people talking about membership websites, you'll almost always also see them using two wonderful words, passive income. But are memberships really a way to make passive income? And what is passive income anyway? We're going to dive deep into this in the latest episode of the Membership Guys podcast. Here we go. You're listening to the Membership Guys podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now, here's your host, Mike Morrison. Well, hello there. Welcome to episode 319 of the Membership Guys podcast. I am your host, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys. And today we're talking about a topic that I tend to avoid here on the podcast. Over the years, if you've been listening to the show, if you've been following us online, you'll notice that we very, very rarely bring up this topic, this idea of passive income. However, if you read content or if you listen to podcasts or if you watch videos or consume anything by the majority of people who talk about membership websites, you're pretty much guaranteed that they'll also be talking about this idea of passive income. It's something we've resisted throwing out there too much over our many years in this industry for very good reason, and we'll dig into that. But today, I wanted to really explore the concept of passive income, particularly when it comes to online memberships. Now, we've kind of previously talked about passive income. I think it was maybe even our second or third episode where we kind of gave the warning that memberships aren't some easy button. It's not some guarantee that if you throw any old nonsense up, you're going to suddenly make loads of money for zero effort. And Truth be told, whenever we teach about memberships, we make a point of highlighting the fact that an online membership is a business. It's a way of doing business. It's a business model. And every business requires you to work and it requires you to take it seriously. It's not a gimmick. It's not a cheat. It's not something you do if you're just looking for a quick shortcut to make an easy book. And we always really, really want to stress that in what we do because there's a large, large component within the online business, particularly the internet marketing industry, who push this idea that if you want passive income with very little effort, memberships are the way to get there. So we kind of try and tackle that head on inside the academy, inside books, inside pretty much, you know, any talks that we do at events, we always kind of tackle that head on, give people that reality check, and then get them focused and concentrated on the actual realities and the fundamental stuff that they need to know to make a membership successful without this pipe dream that there's just some switch somewhere that you can flick to make all this easy money. And in doing that, perhaps we overcorrect a little bit. Perhaps we're a little too dismissive of that whole subject. And maybe we don't go into it enough in order to give people a clear picture. So today, I really, really wanted to revisit the idea of passive income in relation to the online membership world. Um, And you know, give our perspective, give our experience and add a little bit more depth to the discussion. Because memberships are really 
heavily associated with this holy grail of online business that is passive income. And in the online space, there's almost an obsession about passive income. It's a badge of honor to say, oh, I make this passive income. I've got these passive income channels. It's something to brag about. There's an old adage in the internet marketing world that internet marketers work 18 hours a day so they can make money in their sleep. Because being able to say, I make money in my sleep, so many people, quite wrongly, like to use that as a badge of honor. This is proof that I'm incredible at what I do because I make money while I sleep. And of course, you never see the full story. It's no surprise that passive income is a very seductive concept. The idea of just being able to sit back as money comes rolling in without you ever really needing to lift a finger, what's not to love about that? Who wouldn't want to just relax on a beach somewhere sipping cocktails as all of this cash just magically appears in their bank account each and every day? It's not hard to see why that idea appeals to people, particularly when the economy's bad, when you have global pandemics causing uncertainty. It's a really seductive concept. It's a one that's very, very easy for unscrupulous internet marketers to sell to people. But of course, things just aren't as simple as that. As we've said, we've always railed against the tendency of internet marketers to promote memberships as a path to passive income because in doing so they really do sell the lie that this is an easy route to untold riches for minimal effort. Just spend an afternoon throwing together something and then pop it on the internet, sit back and watch the money roll in. We all know it just doesn't work like that but it is very very easy to overcorrect and to write off the idea of passive income altogether while trying to caution people against its seductive lure. I mean, for years, when I would speak at events, I, I had a line, pretty much this is verbatim, passive income is very rarely passive. Nobody who read the four-hour work week actually works four hours a week. Not even the guy who wrote the thing. Referring, of course, to the book Four Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, which extols the virtues of passive income. Now that line, I've lost count how many times I've said it within keynote speeches. It always gets a little laugh or a smirk from most of the audience. And it's a very glib, if somewhat exaggerated way of saying memberships aren't a magical money tree for lazy people to get rich off. It gets the message across really quickly because to many people, passive means doesn't require work. And we can argue over the semantics of it and what truly passive actually means, but that's you know how most people interpret the term or the concept of passive income. Money you make without needing to work for it. There's no denying that in the online world, particularly with what a lot of these internet marketers say, that's what they're trying to get across and that's what many people believe passive income is. However, as with everything, the concept of passive income particularly as it relates to memberships, is much more nuanced. Because a huge mistake that people make is seeing passive as a binary thing. Something is either passive or it's not passive. But in truth, it's not binary, it's a spectrum, it's a sliding scale. Some things are more passive than others. Some things are less passive than others. Investments where you just make interest without really doing anything, maybe you hand your money off to a, a fund manager, 
and you just sit back and collect the earnings, that's definitely more passive than something like a membership. And online membership, in a lot of cases, depending on how you run it, it's certainly more passive than one-to-one coaching. Anything that's one-to-many will generally be more passive than one-to-one, although you know one-to-one services can still be passive to a degree and can certainly still be lucrative. For example, you know, lots of legal companies are paid regular retainers just in case. So they could be making tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands without ever needing to lift a finger for it. They are an insurance policy. They are there just in case. So that income is passive. So passive, when it comes to income, it is a sliding scale. It's not binary. And certainly the mistake that I think that I've fallen foul of, and many other people do, is treating it like something is either passive or it is not. Memberships take work and therefore they are not passive income. So get this passive income idea out of your head, right? And not only is the passive nature of income not a binary thing, it's also not a fixed thing. Often with memberships, it's going to be more passive some of the time and less passive the rest of the time. You see this with the closed door membership model or memberships that run quarterly promotions or even just brand new memberships where it's all hands to the pump for a short, intense period of time when you launch it and then things ease off once the launch is done, once the big promo's over and so on. So it changes, it varies. Sometimes it's more passive, sometimes it's less passive. It's this constantly moving thing. It's not this fixed binary tick a box. Yes, this is passive. Cross it out, no longer passive. And of course, it's possible to increase and decrease the passiveness of your income over time. The longer that you run your membership, the more that you'll develop systems and processes that streamline the day-to-day operations. The more likely you are to hire people to take some of that workload off your hands. And so you can find as your membership grows, as it becomes more successful, you personally are doing less and less work. So for you, your membership income becomes more passive. The work is still being done. Income is still generated as a result of work. However, for you, it's passive. For the staff that you employ, it's not so passive. And truth is, this is all pretty much a misnomer. It's it's pretty much irrelevant because quite often when people start out a membership site, even if they think that what they're trying to aim towards, what they're seeking is passive income, Quite often, that's not the case. Quite often, what they're seeking is leveraged income, where the money that you make is disproportionate to the effort that you put into making it, where essentially, you're not trading time for dollars, especially if you're coming from the service world, where you bill hourly, or you bill on a project basis, or a task basis, where ultimately, it's still coming down to, this thing takes me X amount of time, and... Because my time is valued at this, this is how much I get paid. Most people, when they start memberships, they're trying to break free of that cycle. They're not looking for an easy ride. What they're looking for is just to get more bang for their buck, to get greater leverage out of the time they put into their business and to not be limited by how much they get paid according to how many billable hours they can grind out. You could spend eight hours on a tech project or on a design task for a client who engages you one-on-one and what you get paid is the total sum of your hourly rate for those eight hours. Or 
You could spend eight hours planning, creating and delivering a workshop for your members. But the money you make from that is not just for the eight hours you work on it. The financial benefit of those eight hours comes from the increased value of your product, of your asset, your membership and its content. And how that value attracts more members, how it keeps more members, what that equates to in terms of extra monthly subscription revenue this month, next month and every month in perpetuity. You usually can't put a number on it because it's non-linear and it's non-linear because your input is detached from the output. You might work back-to-back 80-hour weeks to prepare for a big promotion or a big launch, which definitely does not feel passive while you're doing it. And while you might then look at the results of that launch and say, okay, so I worked 160 hours and the result was a thousand members and that equates to $100,000 in revenue. Therefore, the 160 hours of work made me $100,000. Fantastic. But then you don't just get that revenue from that initial short-term return, right? You get that continued revenue month after month, year after year. And those members who joined up, they're going to refer other people. They're going to spread the word, which means more people joining and more revenue. They're going to give you testimonials, become subjects of case studies, which you use in your marketing, which brings you more members, which brings you more revenue. And your community grows. And therefore, to someone who's considering joining, they look and say, okay, wow, this is obviously a great community. There's so many people in it. And that's making your membership more appealing, which affects your sales and it affects retention and all that sort of stuff. So it's non-linear, it's leveraged. And everything that you do has this ripple effect. It's not just about the effort of throwing the stone into the pond and the big splash that that generates. It's everything else that emits from that, which is where the real passive effects of your work are seen. So when you compare this to the typical trading time for money that goes on when you're billing clients one-on-one, then that really demonstrates essentially the complexity of this idea of passive income when it comes to memberships. It's about leveraged income. It's about decoupling your outputs from your inputs and recognizing that every hour you put in is not just one hour's worth of results. It has this continued lasting effect, this ripple effect that will add value, that will continue to pay off for weeks, for months, for years. And that ripple effect is what is truly passive. And it's key to remember that how passive or how leveraged your membership is largely comes down to your own decisions on how you want to run it. If you break owning a membership down into three key stages, starting the membership, maintaining it day-to-day, and growing it, how passive it is depends on how much you want to do at each stage, so how far you want to take things. And you make that decision. You set the rules. If you want an all-singing, all-dancing membership with a mind-blowing design, loads of bells and whistles, well, that's going to take a bit more time and effort, a lot more time and effort in the startup stage than keeping things simple and running everything through a Facebook group and a bare-bones website. Technically, you can have a membership website up and running in under an hour. Everything you need to take payment to protect content and provide access, which ultimately is all you need a membership to do from a mechanical perspective. You're in control of the decision over how passive or how involved getting your membership off the ground is. 
Similarly, you might decide that for your members, you're going to release a brand new course every single month. You're going to run a live training masterclass, two monthly Q&As, and also provide a bundle of cheat sheets, checklists, and other downloadable resources to your members. So you're giving them loads of value, but also quite a lot of work on the content creation side of things. But if you decided you only wanted to work 10 hours a week in your membership, that's quite passive, a membership for which you only need to put in 10 hours a week. That's two hours a day and no work on weekends, or even five hours on Monday, five hours on Tuesday, and then you don't work for the remaining five days. That's pretty passive. On that that sliding scale between is this passive, is this not passive, that's pretty passive, two half days a week. Well, if you decided you wanted to do that, then you might decide, okay, my membership is going to offer a weekly one-hour Q&A call, a weekly one-hour interview with an expert, or perhaps a one-hour coaching session. And we'll do a weekly three-hour-long co-working slot, where you're not even really needing to do anything. You just set up a group call on Zoom, and you just sit there chatting with people as you all work independently. So, You've got your one-hour Q&A, one-hour interview, three-hour co-working slot, and then let's say you spend an hour a day inside your community answering any questions. Now, that's actually quite a lot of value. A Q&A every week, an expert session or a coaching session every week, a co-working slot, and answers from you on questions in the community each and every day. You can deliver a lot of value doing that, and that just adds up to 10 hours a week. Maybe you ditch the co-working session. Maybe you go long on the other two calls. You go 90 minutes instead of 60, and that frees up a couple of hours for admin. But still, 10 hours a week, it's not a lot of work, but you can still deliver real value with that time. But it comes down to the decisions you make about how you maintain and run your membership. Now, will a bare-bones basic membership site that offers two live calls a week be as successful and grow as big and make as much money as an all-singing, all-dancing website that offers courses, content, live training, bonus resources, and everything else by the kitchen sink? Maybe. Maybe not. You'd be surprised. But even if it doesn't, even if the, you know, the basic bit of live content 10 hours a week membership doesn't come close to making what the all-singing kitchen sink membership gives you, when you look at the input versus the output, does it matter? If you spend 10 hours a week, so 40 hours a month, running a simple membership that generates $5,000 a month, so for a lot of people, that's a decent salary, versus a membership where you work 50 hours a week, so 200 hours a month, and that generates $20,000 a month. So you're making a solid six figures. That's almost a quarter of a million dollars a year. If you look at those two examples, which is the most successful? That's going to depend entirely on you and what you value most. If you want to make a shed load of money, then maybe the kitchen sink membership is what you want, but it's not passive, or it's not as passive. It's certainly leveraged, but not as passive. However, if you can make a decent salary and be happy and fulfilled with that and be stress-free through the fact that you work just a day and a half a week, for some people, that's the dream. So the decision about how passive your membership is comes down to you entirely. You set your own terms. You decide the rules. Same goes for growth. 
if you're only putting in 10 hours a week, you're going to hit a ceiling, you're going to hit a point at which you have a decision to make, at a point at which you could continue to push, continue to grow your membership, but in order to do so, you'd probably need to work twice as much. And if that decision point came, it would be okay to decide that that's just not what you want to do, that you're content with where you are, that you're happy making $5,000 a month and you're content with the fact that you're not going to grow much above that point because doing so would mean making your membership and making your life far less passive. So are online memberships a way to make passive income? The answer is yes, they can be based on the understanding that passive is a sliding scale. And ultimately, your decisions about how you run your membership business will determine just how passive it is. Your membership will generate passive income if you design it that way. So as I said right off the bat, the concept of passive income has absolutely been corrupted by many in the internet marketing space. Internet marketers have skewed the idea of passive income into a one which makes people think that it's all about getting rich quick with very little effort. And because of that, too many people get seduced, spend a lot of money on programs that promise them this golden ticket, the silver bullet that will unlock untold riches for zero effort and they get burned and people like me have to come along and start saying, no, no, forget about this pipe dream of passive income just to try and give people a dose of reality. However, when we get into the more nuanced discussions, your membership can absolutely be a very, very passive, a highly passive source of revenue, of income, of growth within your business. But you are the one who decides that you're the one who controls it. And as long as we get away from this notion that passive income is binary, that it's either passive, so you don't do any work and you make all this money, or it's not, and you have to do loads of work and it's just a job and it's just a business. We need to embrace that it's a sliding scale. We need to embrace that it's not set in stone, it's not fixed. Some days it'll be more passive, some days it'll be less. You can grind away for an entire month preparing for a big launch and then go sit on a beach and reap the rewards of the work that you've just done. It's all within your control. You set the pace, you set the terms, you set the rules, and ultimately you decide how passive your membership is. But please don't buy into the idea, into the myth that passive income is easy income. It's effort-free income. It's lazy income because it absolutely 100% is not. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I hope it's given a little extra flavor, a little extra depth, a little extra nuance to a topic that is really controversial and it's much discussed, it's much debated within the online membership world in particular. And I hope it's given you a little extra perspective, a little more food for thought on the whole idea of passive income and how you run your membership business. That is it from me. I'm out of here. I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. The Membership Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be or whether your website's already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. 
With our extensive course library, step-by-step -step membership roadmap, exclusive member-only discount perks and tools, as well as our supportive, active community that will help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Membership Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership business. Check it out at membershipacademy.com.